0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akry and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. The zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com.
1: All right, welcome back in. We'll get to the red-white report in just a little bit as we welcome you... To the Marriott today, Justin Ankry Westmore here on the row. We are joined by college and NFL legend Tony Dorsett and david Basil's is also here a legend in his own right without a doubt tony he's about to tell you about how great he was i don't know if you watched any tape on david but uh... he's tackled some of the all-time greats yes. i don't know if he could have brought you down but anyway welcome to little rock thanks for being with us
2: oh it's good to be here thanks for having me. you
1: bet so uh, listen we have been very excited about having you come in and, and they've done a great job of getting big time speakers in but wes and i both from our childhood days i don't mean to make you feel aged here but Watching you growing up and just marveling at your uh, your ability, especially in a cowboy uniform, it's a great thrill for us to get to to get to talk to you.
2: Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The, the
1: thing that stood out to me the most, and there were so many great things about what you brought to the game on the field, was your toughness and. I was telling these guys, I remember a game, Say that again? your toughness. That's what I'm
2: talking you about. You want to talk about your speed and all your agility? I'm, I'm talking about
1: your toughness. Yeah. I remember being at my great-grandmother's house watching the game of the broadcasters in pre so, Tony Dorsen playing with a bad ankle, crack rib, blah, 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 da-da-da-da-da. I was like, what is up with this dude? That's a
2: bad man out there. Yeah, man, I tell you, you know, I... You know, if you're going to play the game, you got to get, you got to be able to take a little pain. You yeah. Know? You got to be, you're going to play, you're going to, you're going to play and play on a regular basis. You're going to get a little nick here, nick there. You're going to get this, and you know, one thing leads to another. But you got to keep it, you know, keep on moving.
1: Yeah. Did you, did you play a very high percentage of games? Do you think where you were completely healthy and felt great, or was that just not the way it works?
2: That's not the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> now the run, now that they're running back position. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, everybody's trying to, you know, they they had they had they had um, they had what I want to say, man. When you make when you are trying to get somebody, you know, when you they put. Just uh, the a word. <laughs> that's, that's all right. Anyway, but they had they had they had it for me. Everybody, yeah. you know, whoever got somebody, you know, they somebody could, could get me out of the game. You know, they got a, a little bonus. They focused on the bounty. You. The bounty. There That's you go. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The they bounty. Were. Yeah. Bounties on me, man. And uh, a lot of the times, but, you know, I just, I, just went, I just played through it. Yeah. Well, it was impressive.
3: I'll never forget the run. I was up late watching Monday Night Football, and I was supposed to be in the bed, but I snuck out of bed and I was watching it, and I started jumping up and down <laughs> and hollering. And it woke my mom up. She came in and was like, What are you doing? I was like, this is a record that will never be broken and she sat and watched and she said okay you can watch the game
2: yeah i I I tell you that that itself and and i've had a lot of stories with a lot of people coming to me that they were they were in bed they were supposed to be supposed to be sleeping (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, they had started screaming and yelling you know and and, and of course the parents let them go you know they they got to see some history they got to see some history being said yeah
1: um, Heisman Trophy, Super Bowl—it's a very elite club. Not many guys won a Heisman then went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, when you decided to go to Pittsburgh, was there any other option, and that was a home state school for you? I mean, was that was that always the school you wanted to go
4: to?
2: No, was, okay, was not. I mean, I was a I was a big Pitt State fan. Okay, Joe Paterno. Oh yeah, and uh, you, the University of Pittsburgh, of course, was not not far from from my hometown, about thirty minutes away. Um, they were they were down and if it hadn't been for the coaching change that they had obviously um, I would not have went to the University of Pittsburgh because after my last high school game big in Big Bow, Prince in our Beaver County town says Penn State next stop and that's where I wanted to go and that's all I talked about was going to be in Penn State mm-hmm. and um, think about it was when I got when I got a chance to go to visit Penn State uh, everybody called him Joe Pa Joe Paternal. Mm-hmm. Joe Paternal told me he wanted me to be a defensive back my first year. What? And then he said, I'll go back. They had John Cappelletti there. Oh, yeah. I was a Heisman winner. And so they said, well, you your first. I said, Coach, I have four older brothers. I said, Coach, I want to be like my four older brothers. I want to be a running back first. If I can't be a running back, then then let me go play defense. I said, so when they told me when, when I made my my visit there, I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. well, there, go, there goes Penn State. <laughs> I, my dream, and I just said, "Hey, that's
1: it." Speaking of coaches, I got to ask about Coach Landry and um, your time with him in Dallas. And obviously, you guys are both, you know, Cowboys icons. But uh, you know, we have a lot of thoughts about him. We didn't play for him, so what are your what are your memories and your thoughts about playing for Coach Landry and your relationship with him?
2: Relationship? What relationship? <laughs> no, no, Coach, coach Landry, coach Landry was, was, uh, was a very good coach. There's no question about it. And he, he did a lot of great things. And, you know, the formations and the things that we, we would come out with, um, uh, it was all, all, all about uh, Tom Landry. And he was one of the guys that uh, um, he didn't take any, any nonsense. You had to be serious when you was out there. I mean, oh he he pull you as quick as as quick as, <laughs> as, quick as lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he does. But but you know, uh, but to be with a guy like him, and I I love his attitude because you know I like I like to be pushed. I like to be pushed, and he he pushed us. Trust me, he pushed us. Mm-hmm. Boy, but it, it, it all paid off for us.
3: Who were you the closest with on your team? Which one of your teammates? Well,
2: Ron. Springs. yeah. You know, yeah. he was a running back as well, and Ron was was real, 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 real close with me. You know, he and I, and, and his his wife. Well, we weren't married at the time, but his wife and my wife became good, great friends. And uh, you know, it was it was a good thing. Good family, good family. What was
3: Roger Staubach like? Uh,
2: the <laughs> 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 no, Roger. The Dodger, that's Captain America. And let me tell you, <laughs> there's no guy that I've seen work, and play, and want to win as bad as Roger Starbuck. I, I loved being on the team with him. I hate to see him go because he he was he was a leader leadership, but he had. He had he had talent, and but he was he, he, he was he always wanted to win, and I loved I loved that about him, you know, because he would work his butt off, he would do whatever he had to do uh, to make it happen.
0: Yeah,
1: talking to Tony Dorsett if you're just tuning in here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club over at the Marriott today. Um, so was it Pittsburgh? Or were there other teams divisional games? I mean, who were the teams you liked to beat the most when you were playing, or the teams you got up for the most?
2: No, I, I, it was. Philadelphia, man. Okay. You know, except Philadelphia, you know, they talk about Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. I said, city of brotherly love my uh-huh. <laughs> 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 There's no way, man. I said, those fans, the only thing I liked about those fans was they harassed coach landry they called him everything but the son of god <laughs> and it, they said a lot of things that we as players we was, was too afraid to say because you know you would be gone <laughs> but just, but i tell you it was it was it quite interesting
3: mm-hmm. yeah. we've been lucky enough to have some great that have come through here to the yeah. touchdown club over the years so i think of too tall and some of the, yeah. the Steelers, but who were some of the guys, opponents, that, you, you, not feared, but you, were, you had to be on your, on your toes because you know those were some tough dudes coming after you?
2: Hmm. I don't know if I know any of
3: those.
0: You were scared
2: of me, Joe, I know. Me, Joe Green, let me tell you something. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Iron Curtain, well, man, them boys were something special. Them men were something special. I, and um, But, you know, when we were going to Philadelphia, and, like I said, I made the statement, the city of brotherly love my mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, man, the fans were awful. The only thing I liked about Philadelphia was the fans, the way they harassed Coach Landry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we as players, we we couldn't do too much. We couldn't say too much about Coach Landry or you'd be out the door. Right. So, uh, just to see them harass him, it was kind of fun. Did,
1: did you get any family or friends that came? I mean, being in Pennsylvania when you went to games at, you know, in
2: they, Philly, yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I had family there. I had, I had a lot of friends go coming coming into the games, but uh, um, but those fans, man, were some of the most rowdiest fans I've ever
0: mm-hmm. seen.
2: I mean, they would be fight. They would fight. Not only cowboy fans, they fight their own, they fight amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean we to see a great fight every, every time we went there, man. I'd go walking and looking look up in the stands and I say, Okay, I see where it's gonna be. But they got a couple cows you got some cowboys, cowboy fans, very small, very far, small amount. But and then there was a bunch of Philadelphia and I say, Okay, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen.
1: I asked you off the air if it's if you like to go to games and you said it's impossible basically, right? You you can't go watch yeah. a game in person. No. Just too, you're too popular.
2: Well, I guess you can say that. I mean, uh, you know, I had a pretty good career, and 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 the fans. I mean, I appreciate the fans, and I appreciate what they what they they want to, they want to get autographs and things like that. But it's it, it, it I go to the game because I want to watch the game, mm-hmm. and so I you know now I I get tired of saying okay, can you give me a, a timeout? I mean, when the time out, then I, I can sign, and, and it just it gets 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 good. Worse, yeah, you know, at the time. You know, so I just I'd rather not even go.
1: Right. You watch them from the house. You watch a lot. Of, you watch all the games. I watch all the games. Gotcha. Oh, yeah.
3: Does it hurt you to see the the devalue of the running back in today's age? Of
2: course it does. What you mean? Does it hurt me? <laughs> yeah. I, but but it is what it is, man. I mean, the quarterback is a is great. is a very important position. Um, uh, running backs, are R- RBs, you know they—I don't know why they've taken to uh, s- s- taking it to another level with you know the, they come a dime a dozen, which in reality, reality that's not true. Mm-hmm. Running backs are hard to—you you, you don't get a whole lot of good running backs on doing the draft at one time. Mm-hmm.
3: Would you be a running back if you played today, or would they move you to wide, wide receiver?
2: Uh. No, they they didn't think I could catch that well, so I, I don't think they'll move it to I received. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a running back.
1: I'm pretty sure they could find a, a role for you in the running running. <laughs> no running doubt. Yeah.
3: We're we're good friends with Cliff Harris. You know, he's from Arkansas and he comes on the radio show a lot and uh, mm-hmm. was happy to see him get into the Hall of Fame. You have any uh, good Cliff Harris stories that we can I, use I really on it sometime? I really
2: don't have any good stories on Cliff, you know, but you know but he's he was Wow, he was just a great player, and and a guy that he 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 didn't care about his body too much at times. You know, he would throw his stuff up up in there, man. And I was like, you called him, we called him Crash because that's what he was doing, man, out there on the field, just crashing into people, man. He would hit you, and it was it was nice to see it. Guy. Did
3: y'all have physical practices or? Oh, because a lot, you know, these days, they don't
2: want to bring a running back to the ground when they're practicing. We didn't, we we, we didn't, uh, I didn't get, I, I mean, I'm a small guy, and, and Coach understood the fact the wear and tear of a running back, mm-hmm. so they, he's not going to, put. he wasn't going to put me out there and practice and have it when we go, it's going live, because he, it's too much of a chance that, you know, I might get hurt, and so... You know that that part of it I liked. <laughs> what
1: did you uh what did you play at, weight wise?
2: Uh one eighty three. Okay. So it's
1: like a good size. Not big though, not a big bag by any means.
2: Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I did, though, I had my, my fullback, Ron Springs, called me the ugliest dressed guy in the NFL because I had extra-large shoulder pads, I had rib pads, <laughs> I had girdle pads, I had thigh pads with foam under them. They <laughs> said, said, man, how do you run, man? You're so, you, you so, you just ugly. I said, how do I run? I said, because I got, they got 11 angry men trying to get me out of the game. If yeah. they get me out of the game, they got a better chance.
1: Well, you almost had 3,000 carries in your career, so I would say you probably needed all the pads you could get. You deserve that.
2: Oh, I patted up. By the way, I want to
1: point out, you almost had 400 receptions, too, so for those who said you couldn't catch, check that. Thank you. Yes.
2: So, Thank you. I told him I could do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Talk about playing at
2: 183.
3: I watched a big running back yesterday in Derrick Henry with the Titans. What do you think about that guy, the, how, the
2: speed that someone that big? I, I, well, man, it's lethal. I mean the guy for a guy to be that that size and to be that big and to know what he's doing with the ball when he gets it and how to run it uh, that's that's amazing man to see some of the, the athletes that I've seen since I've retired i mean but the game is still a great game it's a good game but but there's a lot of guys uh in in the running back position, some of them that are are, are good sized guys that could, could put some hurt on you mm-hmm. if you know tackle them right
3: who do you who, who's somebody you like to watch?
2: Well, the only guy I ever liked to watch was a guy by the name of Barry
3: Sanders. Sanders,
2: Sanders. <laughs> you got it, boy. <laughs> I tell you, man, Barry Barry Sanders. I, I, gave, I came up to Barry man when I first met. I said, "Man, I cannot believe. I, I, how do you do the things that you do?" I said, he said, man, I just, I just run. I said, I understand you just running, but I said, man, it's just unbelievable, man, what you do. Unbelievable. Who was the and guy? I, and, and when he retired, I, I, I had to call him, call him, I said, man, what are you doing? I said, you're the only running back besides I, I, that I I liked besides O.J. Simpson. I said, man, you're you the bad dude, but I'm going to miss you. You need to come back and pray.
1: Tony, you were one of. Uh, there was only been two sets of Heisman Trophy winners in the same backfield, and you and Herschel together. What are your What are your memories of playing with him? And what what'd you think of Herschel? There's another guy who's a pretty pretty good sized back.
2: Yeah, he was a good size back. That's right. But you know, you know, you know, he was after my job. I didn't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that too much. But you know, Herschel was, is a great guy. He's a great player. He's a great worker. He, he does everything. He, he, he it's like. He does nothing wrong, but but he's a a good player, great player. Mm
3: -hmm. Who was your guy when you were growing up that you would would watch, that running back that you tried to be?
2: Well, there was one named Tyrone, there was one named Keith, there was one named Ernie, and there was one named Melvin. My four older brothers, I loved watching them play. They were the guys that motivated me and got me to be a, the player that I was, because they all say, people would all say, y- you're, the, you're the worst, do- you're the worst doorstep in the mouth, do- you're, do- you're the worst, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you, and my brothers was, oh, man, they were all about it, watching me, they were so happy to see their younger brother, because I was, I was, a, I was small, still small, but, uh, you know, they, they, people always just thought that I was just too small to play. Football, and and my whole thing that was part of my part of the the reason why I became the player I did just because I wanted to show people that I could do it too.
1: Were your brothers running backs? Did they all play running backs? Okay. Yes. Gotcha.
2: There was there's a story with Dorsett and Dorsett.
3: When were they calling the Dorsett? Who was doing that?
2: I don't know. (laughs) No, that's the way. That's the way uh, it was being pronounced from the day I was born, before I was born. Uh, but I got to the point, I, I came to. A, I came up to a fan, I forget there was a fan of mine that says, you know, your name is supposed to be pronounced Dorset. He said, D-O-R-N-S-E-T-T is set. That's it, set. So I said, okay, that sounds pretty good to me. So I said, well, so one day, we were one game, we were coming out to play, we having a big game, and I, I came and I announced myself as, Tony Dorset, and everybody just thought, Oh boy, he got the big head now. <laughs> He's changing the pronunciation of his name. I said, Well, Set S E T T set, it's not set, not Dorset, 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 it's set. Dorsett. So uh, I kept going with it. <laughs> What'd your brother say about that? They liked it, <laughs> they liked it, yeah. That's good. Uh, my my mom and my dad didn't care too much for it.
3: Will you go ahead and make a prop, proclamation that the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year?
2: What? <laughs> 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 I love the Dallas Cowboys, but I can't just go out right there and stand out right now and just go out and put it put it put still put myself out there like that and say they're going to win. Super Bowl, but I tell you what, they got some good players, and I, I know they're going to be they're going to be in the mix for sure.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. I'll say it. The Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm
2: am, I'm am, I'm I'm not mad at you. <laughs> yeah, Tony, he
3: said this for the last ten years too. So <laughs> take it with
2: a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, man, listen, I appreciate you coming on with us. We're looking forward to hearing you with the club, and uh, it's been hey, a great thrill for us. Hey man,
2: it's been wonderful. Good to be here. Appreciate right. you. <laughs> We're going to hit a
1: timeout. It's uh, 1125. We'll come back. We'll hit the red-white on the other side and do a few other things uh, as we take our break here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Weigh us.
3: Big O Tires right now. Got a good deal for you. Big O Tires, $100 off select set of tires. You can always go to the website, bigotires.com, deals to see all the great deals. And they have a great selection of tires. They've got all the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. They do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Go to Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway. And Conway, they're on Hark Rider. And Cabot Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Tune in to hear what the Hedgehog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer.
0: This is SportsCenter.
5: Arkansas took care of business against Kent State, although not as convincing as fans may have wanted, winning 28-6. The Razorbacks still struggled on the ground, rushing 45 times for 172 yards. Arkansas now turns the page to BYU. They'll play them at home at 6.30 on Saturday night. UCA, however, won convincingly, beating Texas College 70-2. Central Arkansas racked up 499 yards, 396 of those yards coming on the ground. They averaged a staggering 9.9 yards per rush. Texas College has been outscored 166-2 so far this season as they lost week one to UT Permian Basin 96 to nothing. UCA faces a little more adversity this week as they travel to Fargo, North Dakota to take on FCS Powerhouse, North Dakota State. Kickoff for that game will be at 3.30 on Saturday. And Arkansas State lost to Memphis 37 to 3 to drop to 0 and 2 on the season. The Red Wolves have been outscored three through two games. They'll host Stony Brook and Jonesboro on Saturday. Kickoff is set for 6 o'clock. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
3: Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. You're
0: listening to the Zone with Justin Inquire and Westmore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. It's beautiful, it's
1: you like a broken Eleven twenty-nine. We get the Red Wire report coming up in a second. We've got uh, Scott Davis here with us from Arkansas Urology. Chris is here as well, hey guys. Um, gentlemen. How we doing? We're good. What's up? Um. Well. Football and such, we're going to get to... I mean, we've got to talk more about this Razorback game. I had a guy on Twitter just tell me that not, we don't have anything to worry about. Hog uh, Wild says, I think Pittman is trying to figure out this line through experimenting with the weaker opponents to see who are the weakest links. No need to worry yet.
3: Hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I'm, I'm completely... If that was the case, Pittman wouldn't be as concerned as he seems to be concerned. Well, he sounds pissed off, yes. and so
1: that's not a good thing. Anyway,
3: uh,
1: how are you gentlemen? Good They're to see great. you. Yeah? Yeah. Chris, who's your NFL team? Uh,
4: Cowboys. Okay. Well, then you're happy, and uh, you're almost happy. Night.
1: I was almost happy. Yeah, P-
4: Patriots almost pulled it out.
1: Your uh, your Memphis uh, Tigers had a nice weekend. They did. At the Red Wolves' expense. At the Red Wolves' expense. Not what chocking. was that score? Uh, a lot, to not very many.
4: Yeah. Thir- 30, 30 to 3. 30, 30, sounds right. 8 to 3. 36 to 3. They yep. scored a touchdown like. They, uh, they've they only scored
1: three points all year. That's the thing. <laughs> 37-3. 37. Final, that's yes. right. Extra point. 37-3. Memphis uh, Although the yardage was not completely out of hand, no, but they got to figure out the way to score some turnovers. points. Yeah, yeah. Turnovers early uh, second the quarter. Yeah, I mean the first quarter was. I was busy watching a tight one up in Conway. So, yeah, you were seventy to two.
4: Yeah, I've that never. Was pretty, it was pretty close. It really was. Uh, when the game started,
1: yeah, it no. was real close. Not really. Actually, no, no. no not, <laughs> eh, eh. It didn't
3: take long. What well, well, second play? Two plays. Touchdown. And they got a, a
1: turnover. No, I picked six. We had a turnover, and then we scored two plays later. It was, we scored twice in a minute, 30, though. So, yes. and there was two, two runs by uh, Powell. I to, Powell. It all yeah, kind of blends yes, together. Yes, yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, it was a scary, uh, scary first half in
4: Fayetteville. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was not. Uh, stadium was kind of dead. Yeah.
1: Well, coming off the first week, I was willing to give him a pass after the Western Carolina game, but after two weeks, I'm a little bit concerned. But anyway, we'll worry about that later. It's fine. Scott, um, Chris,
4: tell me about... Uh, the
1: how the first uh, <coughs> event go?
4: Right, we had a great turnout. Uh, always the first one of the year coming out of Labor Day. You know we're we're excited to get that one off uh, off the ground. And we had I can tell you we had a lot of guys come in. And we've already identified five or six guys with abnormal test results. Okay. Uh, already in conversations with uh, those patients. So that's the beauty in this. It's just getting guys in the door, getting screened, early detection, and it's amazing we find guys through these screenings that need uh, interventional or, or some additional uh, medical attention. So we're, we're happy to be able to do that through our foundation. And the next one is when? That's tomorrow uh, in Whitehall. Okay. So, you know, we had Randy Rainwater live uh, on Thursday, and tomorrow we'll have John and Joe live in Whitehall, which is always a treat. But uh, What time? Uh, so it's 4 to 7 tomorrow night. 7, okay. So we will kind of lead up to uh, the event with John and Joe. Very good. And then the other couple are where? So after that, we have Bentonville, which is uh, Thursday on the 14th. El Dorado is a week from today on the 18th. And then North the Rock is on the 28th. Okay. So lots of opportunities for guys to get screened. Again, as always, go to our website, www.arkamsagurology.com. You register or just show up 4 to 7 on each of those nights. Um, Looking forward to screening these guys and and, and finding, uh, hopefully, good results.
1: Yeah, uh, but if not, we're here to take care of. Him. Well, it's good to get the information. You can't be afraid of that. So, um, how about uh, Tony Dorsett? Thoughts? I mean, he looked like he could still run
4: a little bit. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he, he's a little gray, but he still looked pretty mm-hmm. fit.
1: He stayed in good shape. He says he works out about four days a week and runs some. And we were talking about doing some cardio. And yeah, he's uh, he's a pretty he's I mean he's a little guy. Like you know, I was looking at yeah. Pollard. I'm thinking Pollard is a smaller back. He's two o nine. You know right? And so it's like yeah, compare it like one eighty dude going through the abuse. One eighty three. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe running. I mean, the guy ran 3,000 times. That's incredible. And, and the pros, he was also, I think he had the most carries of just about any back in FBS history, and then, you know, 400 catches, too. So, I mean, we haven't Pretty talked impressive. about it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to bring it. I'm sure David will touch on it with him, but he's obviously, you know, battling early onset of, of CTE and... He's talked about it. Obviously, they can't specifically identify it until, you know, after you pass. But, I mean, he's obviously dealing with some issues, and he's been outspoken about it. He's talked about it publicly on a number of occasions, and it just breaks your heart. I mean, because he is just, like I said, you know, as a kid, he was was the guy I really looked up to. I just loved his toughness, and Mm -hmm. obviously, he had all the ability in the world, too. And, you know, that rare combination, I mean... Not many guys won the Heisman. There's only like seven or eight guys that have won the Heisman
4: and won a Super Bowl after that. So he's a he's pretty elite company. In that, that, that day, Tony Dorsett was it. I mean, he was just amazing. And I, I had the opportunity once to be at a meeting, and they had the NFL medical director there talking about CTE and, and all the things going on there. And we, yeah. we as fans, we look at these penalties and we look at these hits, and, and I can tell you the technology that the NFL has is amazing. They are there to protect the players. Um, and so it's it, it. What they're doing is good. Um, we like we like the contact. We like to see the good hits. But at the same time, it's amazing what's in that helmet and how much feedback they get uh, from a medical perspective. So it's, it, I think they're doing everything they can to protect the players and still have a, jam- a game that fans can enjoy to watch. Right.
3: They showed yesterday uh, one of the offensive linemen's helmets. He's got one of the yep. new ones, and it's got like a, a like a little bubble here at the forehead. It's a little bigger. Uh, kind of protrudes a little bit, and they they said that they're now building helmets specifically for a player and the the hits that he takes. And apparently, this offensive lineman had was hitting so many people just straight on, straight on, straight yeah. on yeah. that they put this little angle on it, and it helps kind of glance the blow off. Huh? Yeah. It it's was weird. the first time I'd seen one of those. Interesting. Uh, Memphis
4: has Navy this week, Thursday night. Thursday night game. Yeah. yeah. Going over. I am not. Okay. I'll be, actually, we'll be in uh, Benville for oh, our obviously, that's right. men's health uh, there. I'll I'll try to catch the game afterwards. But Yes. Uh, it'll be a good game. So Navy's, Navy's not, oh, well, they got they got manhandled by Notre Dame. He, you know what this sounds like to me? It sounds mm-hmm. like somebody's having a late dinner at the Preacher Center, so it sounds like to me. <laughs> that, or hitting the square afterwards. I'm not, I'm not sure they have TVs there. It may, I may be down on uh, Dixon on uh, Thursday okay. night. Okay, let's there go. You? Yeah, that's good. You going to the game next weekend? I I plan on being there, yes. Okay. Well, hopefully they have a little better
1: performance. Again, I don't want to dog them. I mean, they won, and they won. It was comfortable. Defensively, they, they shut them down the second half, but just a little worried about the run game. That's, you- a,
3: good, that's a good thing, right? When you yeah. win by 25 and you're still disappointed.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a team that gave up 400-yard rushing the week before, and Arkansas was... I mean, I don't want to see him have to turn to KJ to run the ball against teams like Kent
4: State. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it looked like the offensive line was just not moving and creating holes. Mm-hmm. And we've got a we've got a really big offensive line. So I don't I don't know if there's just the schemes, or we're just being manhandled uh, at the at the defensive front. But there just wasn't a lot of holes being opened.
1: Well, I'm, I know they're going to face better defensive lines than they faced in weeks one and two. That's what I know.
4: Well, I think the interesting game for the weekend was Texas and Alabama. I mean, that's yep. Yeah. Shocking, shocking. I mean, surprising at least. I don't know if it's shocking. God, well, shocking. Yeah, they're, they're good. Texas is good. Yeah,
1: I don't I, want to believe Texas is back, but I have to give them a little bit of credit now.
4: Well, everybody likes to see Alabama lose. Yeah, it was kind of, remember in the day when Dallas was it? They were America's team, and then everybody started rooting against Dallas. You know, it's kind of one of those deals. Well, most unless of America, you're Arkansas fan, you always root against. <clears throat> most of America North hates Texas. Texas. Yeah, that's true. Who y'all got tonight for Monday Night Football? Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo. I think Buffalo
1: makes a big step back this year. They they had a disappointing year last year. Yeah. I think they're back in in the thick of things this
3: year. I'm excited to watch the Jets. You know, yeah, I'm watching hard knocks and seeing yeah. what you know what the chain Look, this is a good team last year. They were seven and two That's with right, a yeah. terrible quarterback when some injury started, and then they just kind of fell off the the map. But they're they're a good team, and now that they have a quarterback. Their defense is legit. I think it's this.
5: Looks like we lost the guys. We'll go ahead and go to break, and when we come back, we'll uh, maybe finally do the red-white report that we were supposed to do at the top of the hour, but Tony Dorsett was there. Stay tuned.
0: The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today, off Highway 67 and at markmcclartyford.com.
3: We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything, as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country-fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So If you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get
4: down here to Motorsports Authority. Headstand! Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40 year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20 year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy quality outdoor products in Alexander right next to the I 30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, column at 501 455
0: 0240 or check out their website.
4: Or go to our website at lionsdrug.com.
6: River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. Rivervalleytractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today. Or find them at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
5: Come on down to Dozee Place at the corner of Ringo and Markham in downtown Litterrock for mouth-watering burgers, catfish, and steak by the pound. Oh, and don't forget our world-famous tamales. Now open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2 for lunch, and Monday through Saturday, 5 to 9 for dinner. Family-owned and operated for over 35 years. And remember, Dozee Place for goodness steaks.
0: Some things just go together: peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, lock and key, and of course, the zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Now, let's get into the show with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right,
1: welcome back. And we are here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Tony Dorsett coming up from the podium with David Basil in a little bit. Looking forward to that. It was a great thrill to have him on with us for a while as well. Um, Trajan Jeffcoat talking um, after the game on Saturday about Arkansas' halftime adjustments and the uh, Razorbacks dominating in the final two quarters on Saturday.
7: We, We definitely took a look at ourselves. We was like, uh, we just got to play harder. Got to grind out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to keep going. We got to take everything one day at a time. We got to trust the system. And, uh, we just looked at it as basically a, a wake-up call for us just to play harder, just to go harder, so we will come along.
3: Christian,
1: I'm going to need you to hold on to that for the Zone Rewind. That was five to seven cliches and one sound bite. Very impressive. But the guy kicked butt, had a really good Saturday, West. to the point they got a little love from the –
3: League today. Yeah, Trajan Jeffcoat is the SEC defensive lineman of the week. He had three tackles for a loss, including, or two tackles for a loss, including a career high one and a half sacks for uh, minus nine yards. The Razorbacks held the Golden Flashes to just 26 total yards rushing. one of those sack yards, what was it, seven sacks they ended up with that, that knocked those uh, yards yeah, rushing? 50. Yep, yeah, 50. 50? 50 yards lost. Yeah. So, uh, Trajan Jeffcoat uh, joins. Uh, who was it? That was the SEC second honor for the Razorbacks.
5: Defensively, yeah. They give no. out defensive lineman of the week awards.
3: Yep, defensive. Did they lineman give of one, the one the for week. each position? Position, pretty much. No, nope. just defensive lineman, offensive lineman, player of the week, defensive player of the week, Arkansas- freshman of the week.
1: Arkansas outgained Kent State three hundred eight to two hundred. Kent State ends up 11 of 17 passing through a pick. And obviously it was returned for a touchdown, which was fantastic. And a great way to start the career for Greer, the uh, South Florida transfer. Yeah, right? I, was, I was happy for him. I was definitely definitely excited for him. So when I seen him just jump up and make the play and run and score, I just ran over there and just started celebrating with him. Because, you know, that's big for him. First play as a Razorback, first snap, and just having to pick six, man, that's great. Yep. That was Jaheim Thomas, and he was speaking after the game because he had two tackles for loss, a sack and a half, and 12 total tackles, which led the game. Impressive performance by Jaheim Thomas. And thank God for the portal, man, when you think about the guys that came in uh, and have transferred and and made plays for Arkansas. I don't know where they'd be without him right now.
3: Well, there were 11 starters in the portal from this year. And then you think back over the last couple of years with, with Nudie and Landon Jackson, there are a lot of starters on this team that did not start with Arkansas. They, they started somewhere else.
1: Um, tomorrow we are going to be joined in the zone by Zach Williams, defensive lineman from Arkansas. Zach uh, had a couple of tackles this weekend. Appreciate him coming on. And Fence Brokers is going to be sponsoring his segments in the zone coming up starting tomorrow. And so really thrilled to have him. Just a great young man from here in central Arkansas contributing to the Razorback success. and Again, defense so far, so good for them. Uh, their counterparts on the offensive line got some work to do, and hopefully they can figure some things out before Saturday when Arkansas takes on BYU. Arkansas, I believe, would be 27th or 28th, maybe, in the uh, poll if it was extended.
3: 27th, I think. There okay.
1: But the fact that they're getting that much love considering you know what it's been like uh, so far is a little surprising to me. I guess I didn't expect them to be that close. A&M fell out of the rankings after the loss this weekend, hmm. I think. i got to double check. Uh, but they got thumped at Miami. I did not expect that.
3: I, I thought there was a chance that Miami would win that game. No, I, I did. I, I, uh,
1: no, I'm not shocked that they lost. No. I'm shocked the way they they lost convincingly. It
3: was the, the points that Miami put up that was surprising. I thought A&M's defense would be a little bit better. Uh, they were able to move the ball and, and score. They just couldn't stop Miami.
1: Um, we've got some reaction to the biggest win of the weekend, which was Texas hammering Alabama over in Tuscaloosa. This is uh, their head coach, Steve Sarkeesian, talking about Alabama following the game. They
3: were 52-1 and one in their last 53 games, so I guess they're 52-2 now. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you got to throw a little shade at them, right? I mean, there's so many things that are positive about Alabama football, and it's nice to see them have to work for it a little bit. The other big news, of course, over the weekend was Colorado hammering Nebraska again. Not shocked by any means, but the fact that they won so convincingly and easily, pulling away in the second. I'm just blown away by what they're doing offensively. I really am. You got Dion, who's a you know guy who played defense his, in his career, played some offense too. Um, but their offense has been amazing. Shadur Sanders has been remarkable. Yes. Here's Dion on beating Nebraska and uh, not settling for just victory.
6: Uh, after last week's win, the, uh, the talk was just about truly believing and really right. kind of the us-against-the-world mentality. Right. After this week's win, it was a very different type of win, more decisive type of win. Uh, what is the mentality this week?
7: Um, we didn't just want to win. We wanted to dominate. In the first half, we weren't dominant. In the second half, we got it together, and uh, we began to dominate. But we wanted to really impose our will because the whole theme of the week was this personal. Um one of the funniest moments in the darn game after Shador took his helmet off after he made the tremendous scramble. It was like a Heisman type play. And I went over and said, You cannot do that. You cannot take your helmet off. He said, Dad, it's personal <laughs> And I just laughed I just bent over and laughed my butt off because it was in the moment and I was really upset and he broke he, he broke the monotony up with it's personal. So they really took it to heart, that whole theme of the week.
1: For those who did not see the play, it was one of the most impressive things I've seen in five years. He scrambled around like crazy. He was almost dead in the water a couple times. And then as he's running to the sideline, he slings it in the end zone. It ended up not counting. It was a two-point conversion attempt. But it was an unbelievable athletic effort by Shadur Sanders. He is incredible. And the other thing I like about what they're doing is they're finding extra motivation every week. And this week it was a uh, 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 supposed slight by Matt Rule that Shadour took offense to and so that's what he entered the game with uh, and I guess you know, again, they're going to find something every week kudos to them, we'll see if it can, they can keep it rolling with that, but here's Shador on uh, the Nebraska matchup.
7: It was extremely personal we go out there, warm up, you got the head coach for the team trying to stand in the middle of the buff, like, it's okay if, if like a so, couple players do it, it's fine you know, like just Enjoy the scenery, but when you got the whole team trying to disrespect it then I'm not you know, I'm not going for that at all. So I went in there and disrupted it. So they knew off rip, like, nah, this the Buffaloes mean mean a lot to me. And personally that's why I was saying pregame and that's when I knew it was just extreme disrespect. And that's why it was the coach the coach Said a lot of things about my pops, about the program, but now that he want to act nice, I don't, res- I don't, I don't respect that because you hating on another man, you shouldn't do that. So, it was just all respect was gone for them in their program. Now I like playing against their DC, I like playing against them, but respect level it ain't, it ain't there because you disrespected us first. What did Matt Rule oh, say
1: nice. about Deion Sanders that has got Shadour Sanders all up in uh, all up in
3: arms over this thing? I missed that.
1: I did, too. was not part of the conversation this week, and I would have thought we'd have heard about it as much as Colorado gets talked about every which way. So, anyway, um, i got to say, bad picks this weekend. I had Arkansas winning, so I will follow my sword. My first lock of the week is horrifically off, not even close. There were a couple other games that I definitely liked. We should have gone that direction, so I will take it on the chin. However, I was pretty cocky about it, too, I'll be honest. I was like, oh, you should lay extra points. Maybe give him 42. (laughs) Dummy. I'm an idiot. Um, But on Friday, we had another moment with the pigskin, and he knew it was coming. And, Christian, you warned him. You warned him um, because he was talking down to a listener who was uh, confident that Texas was going to go in and give Alabama a game. I was with the pigskin. I thought Alabama was going to find a way to win. I did not expect what I saw on Saturday, so
4: you get what you get. This is part of it. Am I the only person that thinks Alabama is going to win this game easily? I don't even think it's going to be close. I think they win by two touchdowns. I hope you're right. I, I think Texas, every year, Texas is back. Texas is back. The only one that thinks Texas is back is R.J. Texas is not back. Does he? Yeah, he always. Yeah, he was running his mouth this morning. Josh Neighbors look. likes him, too. No, Texas is not any good. What about Clint Sterner?
1: How about Steve Sarkeesian I like, like I like
4: I like Clint Sterner a lot more, and I like Steve Sarkeesian. I don't think Quinn Ewers is that good. Yeah, and I think Alabama terrorizes him, and I think Milrow runs all over them this week. I think you're probably right. Hmm. I'll go with it. Just a hunch.
1: Okay. I am.
0: An idiot, too. Texas I'm right. Ban- here, territory, from the pocket. Now he'll walk one downfield. A ton of air running underneath it. Worthy's got it for a touchdown. The deep shot this offense has been seeking desperately. They strike from 44. It's showing tonight. It's in the pocket, launching downfield! Mitchell, touchdown Texas!
3: Aggression and execution, 39 yards.
4: Well,
1: you know, I, I'm an idiot too. I was right there with you, Pigskin. I thought they would find a way to win. Um, anyway, I guess Texas is... Bleh. Hmm. Is blue is black. Goodbye in Texas?
5: Texas is good.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Texas is good.
3: All right. When you got a quarterback.
1: What did yours do? I didn't even look at the numbers.
3: He had a pretty good game. What were
1: his numbers? He was, oh yeah, he threw for 349 yards and three touchdowns. That's pretty good.
3: That's not bad. Against Alabama.
1: Yeah, against Alabama. At at least it wasn't at Alabama.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um... We were talking about Colorado earlier, and uh, they're getting all kinds of love from the major networks. You know, this week, College Game Day is going there for Colorado, Colorado That's State. That's stupid. Okay. You
1: know what? That's dumb. That's Why didn't they I just knew they were going to do that, and yeah. it's dumb.
3: Why didn't they just
1: wait until USC going good... there? They're not going to lose this game. Wait, this is dumb. I, I was afraid they were going to do this. There's so much hype there. My gosh, don't do this game. Don't
3: do this week. Wait till USC no, goes not there. By, not by gonna... then, be, you know, they could be done.
1: I think they're, they're not, not going to lose to these guys.
3: What's their next home no, game? The, well, they go to Oregon after this. Okay. Yeah. And the Pac 12 has just announced USC that I game believe. will be the ABC featured game 230 uh, when they go to Oregon. So, the next two weeks, you're going to get more Dion and Sanders and company. And Henry. Well, I well, have how, no how, problem with that. What's I just name? Shador. No, uh, the receiver. Uh, the uh,
1: defensive back receiver guy? Yeah. Um, got me.
3: Henry, right? Travis Henry? No. No. That, Travis Hunter. Hunter, thank you. Thank you. you. Um I, I I don't think color- I think you're right. Okay, Colorado's not going to go, my opinion, I, I, I don't see them going 10-2. and 2. I think they're 8-4, no, 7-5. Like and, 4, 7 and 5 I'm just 10. saying,
1: let's wait until they get a legitimate opponent, because they're going to thump Colorado and Colorado State. It'll, th- but it'll be exciting, and it'll be fun. I, th- I think that's the fear, though. They're like, if we don't go now, yeah, what they go if lo- they start
3: losing, and then they lose their shine, then we can't
1: go. But to Christian's point, if they had won this, if they win this week, which they will, and then they win against Oregon, can you imagine the hype around that oh, game God, in yeah. USC and how amazing that would be?
3: Yeah, you've got to be there for that. But they
1: won't be, because they're already gone. They're going to go there twice in three weeks. Why not? Because they're not. They're just not going to do that. I don't think. I think I, I would be shocked if they did. They were at Alabama would this weekend, not? weren't they?
3: Yes, okay. everybody was there.
1: Was the SEC show there too? Yep. Yeah. Well, I will say this: Arkansas is on ESPN two this weekend.
3: That's a good. Mar- it's a good matchup. BYU. Yeah, no, yeah. It is. yeah
1: for sure. Uh, Iowa State and Ohio are also on ESPN2 at 11 a.m. I have no idea why. Ohio
5: of the Mac? That is...
1: Ohio of the Mac. Hmm. Yes, Christian. I don't understand it at all.
3: Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, the Nebraska coach made some remarks about the way Dion handled the transfer portal and getting rid of most of the players from last year's team.
1: A lot of people said that, but if I was playing him, I would not have said a word. By the way, Milrow ran 15 times for 44 yards, so I don't want to hear... About how uh, you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be uh, disappointed if he runs all over you. Guy can go, but they kept him in in check. 14 of 27, under 50 percent, 255, two picks, two touchdowns. So that's 14 of 27, that's slightly is...
5: over 50 percent.
1: Oh, it's better than 50 percent. You're right. I'm sorry, but not much better than uh 50 yeah. percent, Christian. Like I expect certainly better from Alabama quarterbacks, and I didn't see many shots he took downfield. But 14 completions for 255. It's I mean, you're getting pretty uh, good.
3: Average. Yeah, per. For completion Yards but per completion. Uh, this person missed the Burles announcement. Burles work continues.
1: Uh, they're partnering with Oaklawn, and they will be moving the ceremony to Oaklawn, not this year but next year. So it's exciting.
3: I guess this is from Just Chuck. Just Chuck says, "I guess the guy who's been texting in and talking trash about Jeff Coat can be quiet now." Yeah, Jeff Coat got a little heat because he. Had zero stats in the first game against Western Carolina, and he yep. bounced back in a big way, with uh, one and a half sacks, and he is now the SEC defensive lineman of the week. Ryan says
1: nothing to worry about with Arkansas. I agree, we don't have anything to worry about as long as you don't mind going six and six or seven and
3: five. That was our question of the day. We haven't gotten to it yet. Has the after two weeks, your perception is it changing? What do you think the record will be? Yes, mine too. Yeah, I was thinking eight or nine wins. Now I'm thinking seven.
4: Mm-hmm. Same.
3: But let's say this. Teams get better. Teams can improve. This offensive line can get better. And the hope is that, you know, here in three weeks, two weeks, that offensive line is going to be better.
1: Marianne says it's at least be. two to three times A.J. Green ran right into a lockout block and missed the hole. That's part of it. So we can't put it all on the offensive line. Running back we're have to find some lanes as well. Uh, Mick says, never forget the thousands of innocent lives lost on this day, 22 years, in one of the biggest government cover up since COVID. Mm. Come on. Anyway, uh, can I say something that may be controversial? I don't care. Um, It bothers me when people say never forget. I'm like, we're never going to forget 9-11. I don't need you to tell me not to forget it. Nobody's going to forget the greatest tragedy in U.S. history. I I don't know. It feels condescending.
3: We haven't... Forgotten Pearl Harbor after all
1: these years? I just—it just seems unnecessary. It's yeah. Just people have latched onto it and run with it. I don't know. That's—I I don't mean to be. I'm certainly not trying to be disrespectful. You absolutely need to remember 9/11 every year, but it just seems silly to me to think that people might forget it. I don't know.
3: How many Super Bowl winning Heisman Trophy winners can you name? Reggie Bush, Charles Woodson, Marcus Allen. Who else?
1: I had the whole list up a little while ago. Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett's on the list. Yeah. Uh, you know who else? Uh, Devontae Smith. You wouldn't think about him. Yep. Former Eagle. No. Or current Eagle, former... Uh, well,
5: time. he didn't win. Wait. He, he didn't, didn't win, the win the an NFL championship. They went to the Super Bowl. They didn't Oh, you're win. right.
1: Yeah. He was listed. He was listed on the list I looked at. They were wrong. God, you know, I'm just oh, participant.
3: blown
1: this. I'm just blown this. I'm so dumb. Super Bowl Heisman winners.
7: Stupid list.
3: you know i'm not exaggerating when i say this qc kinetics can change your life you can live again without chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery everybody it's rj hawk qc kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine they take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right back into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue
0: without surgery the patient satisfies